0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW report. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Football Social Daily.
1: Premier League Updates.
2: Welcome to Football Social Daily, the only daily Premier League podcast. And it's days like this where covering off the news from the best league in the world on a daily basis really comes into its own. I'm Jim Salverson. That's Marley Anderson. Hello. That's Phil Hudson. Morning. They're both with me in the sports social studio after what has been a pretty crazy 12 hours in the world of the Premier League, in the world of Tottenham particularly. Spurs have sensationally sacked Mauricio Pochettino. It happened last night, which was big enough news until earlier this morning, around 6am, they released an official statement telling us who the replacement for Mauricio Pochettino would be and that man is Jose Mourinho. Boom, mic drop, that's it. I mean, that's pretty epic news from the world of football. Did either of you boys see this one coming? We've talked about... Pr-
1: pushed in it being under pressure for a few weeks. I I, I didn't think it was going to happen now. Yeah, I didn't think they'd sack him. I mean, let's let's be honest, it's a it's a really bold thing to do. I I said last night that I I couldn't remember being sacked by the d- manner of a manager's departure since Keegan left Newcastle the first time, which was in 1997. Hmm. So, I didn't think they'd sack him. I thought I think he was unhappy and I think it was clear that that was sort of transcending trickling down through the club. But how can you sack a guy who's just taken the Champions League final five months ago? It's it's bonkers.
2: And Spurs are underperforming so far this season, but where they're at at the moment, it's far from
1: a catastrophe, is it? It's it's it's. It, I mean, but also you, you look at the timings of it. They had you know, to they, they had Mourinho lined up. Mm. So what's I think what's happened is they found out they could get Mourinho, and then they've then they've had a decision to make. But. Whether you think Mourinho is the right guy, I, I don't know. What I certainly think is Pochettino is is the probably the winner here because he's not going to taint his Spurs legacy. He's going to get a sizable payoff and he's going to end up at either Real Madrid or Manchester United at some point. Yeah,
2: I want to talk about Mourinho in a little bit. I want to focus on Pochettino for a time being because has Pochettino been the victim of his own success, Marley? Because he's kind of built Spurs up to... What would appear from the outside a very successful club, despite the fact they've not really won anything. But at the same time, he's achieved a lot with a club and with players that maybe another manager wouldn't have. And he's now being held accountable for that success. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And he's he's done so much that now other clubs are sort of looking at him as as if to say, as soon as he's out of contract or out of work, we're going to move for him. So he he's he, the the blow for him is softened a lot by. Um by the fact that he's gonna walk straight into a probably a let's be honest, a better job than mm. Spurs, which is like it sounds harsh on Spurs, but if you look at it, it probably will be Real Madrid because he's been there, you know, he's talked about it in the past and what have you, he's got links there. Um it's very obvious that they wanted him after Zidane the first time. Zidane's not exactly setting the world light the second time mm. round he's been there. Um they're not partial, they're not impartial to sacking a manager. Um Interestingly, the Barcelona job could be uh, apparently coming up for He'll never go for it Barcelona. as well. But He's said that, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he's he's, he's A Spaniel man, that. isn't he? Yeah. Um, Bayern still haven't got a proper
1: manager. Um, apparently well, they were United waiting because for Because this is a move summer, that so. was supposed to happen. Oh, if was I was only going to Solskjaer now, I'd be going, oh, Christ. Yeah. Because if he loses two to or three Solskjaer. games, they're eminently capable of that. Mm. Edward Ed would clearly have some thinking to do now. now you've got Pochettino available for nothing... When he was, when you were basically told, anecdotally or directly, whatever, that he was going to cost you forty, fifty million plus for mm-hmm. him and his background stuff, you get them off a now. Now, yeah, I tell you what, if I was all, I'd be going, oh, that's that's not what I wanted. Until Pochettino's in a job, Solskjaer's not safe.
2: I wouldn't rule Manchester United out of the equation at this stage. I think Pochettino and Manchester United are still a good fit. It's a great fit. It's perfect for them. What I think will happen is, A, I think Pochettino might take a little time out of football. He's been at Spurs five years, which is a long time for a manager nowadays without any kind of break. So I think he might take a little time out. That would also give Solskjaer the chance to complete the season and fall on his own sword at the end of that season and kind of walk away and keep his legend status, which Manchester United will be very conscious of, the fact they want to retain him as a figurehead at the club. So I can see United going to the end of the season with Solskjaer and then maybe Pochettino coming in. But that said, that leaves a risk with Woodward that... by a Nipping off or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He might get a good offer from elsewhere. They,
3: they would have to do the negotiation now and say... I think so, yeah. And say, well, we want you at the end of the season. Does that suit you? And if he says yes, then, then fair enough. But... Like you say, like you can't. When someone comes along on the market like this, for all the top clubs, they can't twiddle their thumbs too mm. much because ev- everyone's thinking the same thing. Even with people who've got managers, he's elite, isn't he? He's in the top five managers in world football, I think. Yeah. So I bet Arsenal are even looking and saying, "Could could we tempt this former Spurs manager to real can boil some piss you in you North imagine? London?" <laughs> no, obviously, they couldn't. They wouldn't that, do that, it. I mean.
1: When this broke last night, I honestly thought we'd be talking about who they were going to appoint instead. That, yeah. Because I was thinking, who could they get that was better? Mm. And and But now I'm looking and going, you know, for Pochettino, what's a better job than Man United? Is Real Madrid, in our opinion, a better job for Pochettino than Manchester United? Is Bayern Munich a better job than Manchester United? I don't I mean, have an Real answer for Madrid you Real
2: Madrid is isn't it I mean Real Madrid is, is the pinnacle of I think football Real Madrid are in absolute moment. turmoil but that's the kind of situation that Pochettino would suit he'd go in there he'd be able to rebuild he'd have a project he'd certainly have money to do it Manchester United is an interesting one because again it's a project very much and they seem to have this ethos of bringing through youth at the moment which again we know Pochettino could do they both fit they're both incredibly big jobs in the world of football but I think Real Madrid does edge it slightly
1: I'm just going to throw a little curveball into the mix. What about PSG? And like, if they go out the Champions League in the last 16 again, mm. or even possibly the quarterfinals, Churchill probably won't survive that.
3: Well, it's that's another good situation for everyone because then Tuchel's a great manager, mm. so somebody will get him. So it it just sets off all the uh, all the the merry-go-round now because we we spoke about this a while ago when when uh, Solskjaer was under pressure and stuff mm. and you know, could they get Poch when he was at Spurs? And we said that it just the first one to blink and the first one to pull the trigger will set off something massive. And that happened last night. So this next week everyone's gonna be sending like confidential emails like, you know, if <laughs> if we uh, if we if we get rid of this guy, do you do you fancy it? And Poch will be like inundated with offers and he'll be like, I want some it probably say I want some time off. I think
2: you say it's been five years the PSG thing kind of feels like it would depend on where Pochettino's head is at the moment and he leaves Spurs unquestionably with nothing to prove he is their fourth most successful manager of all time in terms of win percentage (laughs) 54.27% interestingly uh, Villas Boas is above him then it's Arthur Turner and Frank Brittell. So they're the, the former successful manager in Spurs' history. He's ranking pretty high, particularly in terms of modern-day managers. I don't, I don't think Files
1: many... is getting the credit he deserves there. But, <laughs> no. but I'd be know what is... How many trophies did his... he win, Yeah. <laughs> Who's <is> that? <laughs> how <laughs> many trophies which did he win? You, which one are you questioning out of those four? Uh, Poch, Zero. Is, is no none, none, no. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly with Poch, though, I think his win percentage would have been a lot higher if he'd gone in January last year. Because yeah. they, they have been shocking yeah. since then. So his
2: head is well high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know they got to the Champions League final... But, yeah, but the the well, of they course his win percentage would have been higher because he's lost a lot of games this. Yeah, that's season. what I'm saying. Yeah, but but so they have. It's not a hair trigger like moment to say to sack him yeah. because they have been poor for a while. And I that's still what think Spurs said in their statement. They said it was the form at the end of last season
2: and the form at this season that is the reason <sighs> they parted company with him.
3: That's the thing though. Like the form at the end of last season, the end of last season, you're in the Champions League final but they did limp there I know it's domestic and, domestically and, I, know, they won't and I know I know, they got a fairly okay run but you still got to a European final like the, we, we said this a- ages ago like you know when they were losing the sort of mojo a bit and it was like it this should be the start of Spurs being an elite club in mm. terms of mentality and it's it's just never seemed like that because everyone started up you
1: not? upsetting the apple cart and oh I, w- I want to leave and then
3: do you think when they were losing
1: the mojo, though? Do you think that was about squad depth, or do you think that was about Pochettino?
3: I just think it was about belief. I just think they all made it. They all thought that was a bit, bit lucky. We were very lucky to mm. get to the final. We didn't quite win it. Let's, let, oh, <laughs> it's,
2: it's uh, the, Atletico like Madrid looks right. it. It's the Tottenham cliche. You do almost enough, but never quite get exactly. there in the end. But to, to banish that requires a mentality shift and they Mm. they just
3: haven't had it and then it's ended up like this and Mourinho comes in and nobody knows like it's on
2: paper it's a terrible fit Is the biggest shock of this whole scenario the fact that Daniel Levy has been prepared to pay 12 million pounds in compensation to get rid of Pochettino because we know what Daniel Levy's like in terms of club finances that's a big payoff considering as you said Phil he could have maybe got 40 million pounds in compensation not six months ago
1: yep it's insane and let you know, sort of moving it on to the the evil emperor lurking in the background. The new the new incumbent, hmm. he's not cheap either, and he he he'll want money. He I've heard that he's apparently
3: took a, a cut from what he was on at Man United to go to Spurs. Really, so it's less money. Wow, but still it's less money of a lot of money. still <laughs> a lot of money.
2: It feels like football needs That's to have a thing. slight consciousness shift in terms of what we think of as payoffs, manager and compensation, because. £75 million pound or whatever it was for Harry Maguire and suddenly going £12 million pound to get rid of a manager, that's a lot of money. Actually, when we consider how important a manager is in terms of a football club, maybe they spending £20 million pound in compensation or spending £5 million pound to get rid of someone isn't that much money in the world of football anymore.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. Um, it's it's also offset by the fact that you could sell one average player for that as yeah. well. So if you think about it, if you sold... like. Juan Foyth for 15 million. It's like, that's more money than you've you've just mm.
2: spent on your sacking your manager.
3: And if your so. manager's
1: any good, he'll have put 15 million on Foyth's value since exactly. they bought him.
2: Yeah. The rumour, by the way, that I've heard where this is all sparks from is an argument between Levy and Pochettino four weeks ago. Training ground bust up. And that's a bit of a football cliche, but that's kind of the rumour doing the rounds where there was apparently accusations concerning not being able to get rid of players from the club. So players like... Christian Eriksen, for example. I don't know who was accusing who of not being able to do that properly. I assume it was Pochettino accusing Levy. But words were said and the relationship between the two was irreparably damaged and there was no way back from that. That's kind of the, the word on the, not the street, the word on the little path outside That's, the training ground. That is a football,
1: that is a football social exclusive.
3: And, I, uh, break, breaking well, news! Not.
1: I've nicked it off Twitter, but I heard
3: that it was Levy in the canteen refusing to pay for his dinner, really? and then Pochettino stuck
2: up for one of the dinner ladies, got him <laughs> in the headlock, like, <laughs> and he was like, "I'm not paying her." I should just call Gareth Southgate into sort it all out. He's good at sorting out rousing canteens, isn't he? <laughs> right, we all want to talk about Jose Mourinho. The man is box office, and he's coming back to the Premier League in charge of Spurs. We will do that next. Talk about the pros and the cons of getting Mourinho into White Hart Lane. We'll do it next on Football Social
1: Daily. Football Social Daily. Subscribe to the podcast now so you never miss an episode. Football Social Daily. Premier League updates.
2: This is Football Social Daily. It's all about Tottenham Hotspur today because they have not only sacked Mauricio Pochettino, but they have appointed this morning Jose Mourinho. Now, this only happened a few hours ago and everybody's reaction is... What is going on? So, do you guys share that view that this just seems like a crazy swap deal?
1: Um, In a word, yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a slightly alternative view. So, look, I think, on the face of it, is Mourinho an upgrade on Pochettino? Possibly, Uh, but but probably not. It's difficult to argue that he is currently... I think they've been seduced by this idea that Mourinho is a born winner because I think what Tottenham crave more than anything else right now is any kind of trophy. Mm. So if you're looking at how you're going to get a trophy, Mourinho's CV suggests that he will deliver one at some point, even if it's the League Cup or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think they've been seduced by that a little bit. And they've taken a view that long-term the club's in decent health possibly, and they're going to afford to be a little bit short-termist for a couple of years, it could. It could be spectacular. It could backfire terribly. I mean, It's a real crossroads moment for Tottenham Hotspur, this.
2: If we look at Jose Mourinho and you go, these are the kind of pros and cons. The pro is, as you said, born winner. And you'd expect within the next two years, Tottenham Hotspur will win something. Probably an FA Cup or something along those lines. Europa League, maybe. The negative, which I think is very difficult to avoid is the amount of financial backing that Jose Mourinho tends to need as a manager. He's a manager who spends big to get that success. There was a brilliant stat I read, and it said, Mauricio Pochettino had a net spend of £109 million over five and a half years at Tottenham. Jose Mourinho matched that in a 12-week period of 2018. (laughs) It kind of shows the different levels and the different approaches of the managers.
3: That's the thing, isn't it? Like, on paper, this makes no sense, really, for for anyone because Levy doesn't like spending money, he does everything on a, on a sort of shoestring in terms of how a top club operates and how a top club spends, Mourinho does the opposite, he demands money to go and get his players they tend to be ageing players, proven players, likes of Matic um, and people who he signed at Man United, I think he signed Lukaku but he was, he was the youngest sort of player he signed and he was sort of um, like a, a ready-made version mm. Spurs have got this history of, of youth and promoting youth and he didn't it, I know he did that he did that awkward uh, press conference moment didn't he when he came up with the paper 32, and he was like, I've 32 players that I have promoted exactly of yeah. which 12 he'd actually promoted or yeah. something like that and the other 20 had spent like one minute on the pitch or yeah. something so he doesn't really promote youth so if I was the likes of like Oliver Skip and Harry Winks I'd be like hang on a minute what's this guy gonna do for our career mm.
2: kind of thing but is this a change of approach from Spurs maybe by appointing Mourinho well, they go we've got a new stadium we've spent a load of money on that we're in our new home maybe they're ready to now that's start the splashing the cash and
1: build a bit of a dynasty in terms of being a genuine it's title contender it's gonna be a dynasty though it's gonna be at best the start of a, a dynasty he could take the next time like I say it's a, it's a massive crossroads for Tottenham now mm. because if this works he will deliver success he'll deliver trophies He'll win something. You might keep Harry Kane in the stable because he's a, whether we like it or not, and whether people like his methodology or whatever, he's a global megastar when it comes to football management still. Mm-hmm. Even though it's lost a little bit of its luster, he is still a shining star. Yeah. But if it doesn't work, Tottenham will be a side finishing eighth in two years.
2: This is a massive deal for James and and the 60, as well. Bond. a
1: 60,000 seat Barn that they won't fill. It's, it's, it's a massive job for Reno as well you're absolutely right this is, this yeah, is his, his crossroads his make or break yeah, because yeah. it didn't go well at Manchester
2: United and it would appear on the face of it that this doesn't make sense for a few reasons this move from Mourinho to Tottenham but it does make sense for other reasons like I said maybe they're ready to splash the cash the fact it's in London is a big bonus for Mourinho I think I mean we all know what happened when he came to Manchester United and he spent his life as some kind of weird Alan Partridge character living in a in the, Hotel. Hotel. In, yeah, Lowry, in the Lowry. Yeah, the Lowry Hotel. So we know he's close to his family
1: in London. That's got to be a positive. Does it Does it feel like it's his last time at the top table if it doesn't work out? No. I, think someone, that,
3: else, I think someone else would take a punt on him. PSG th- would take a punt. Yeah. PSG, maybe even like a UV. top Spanish
2: th- team. Uh, yeah, UV. I yeah. think he's Inter too clever as well. And you look at his actions since he left Manchester United and he's very cleverly used appearances on television to slowly rebuild his own reputation and to move the oh, blame away from himself into other people and players and boards and whatnot. He's a very smart operator.
1: I yeah, think and he well, can always do that. I think as well, when people talk about the sort of histrionics of Mourinho, they overlook that there's always a reason for it. Whenever Mourinho said something daft or come out with loads of histrionics, generally speaking, it's to take the pressure off his players mm. because they've had a bad result. Mm. So if Manchester United were awful at home at Crystal Palace and drew 1-1, then you'll hear Mourinho do something that is probably you think, well, where's that come from? Yeah. And it, yeah. and all it is is it's because he wants to make the narrative about him. So people are talking about him and not the fact that his players have just drawn one one with Crystal Palace at home.
2: It's the old dead cat on the table yeah. philosophy that we've become very
1: familiar but he's with. Very, in a different he's field very, field very shrewd. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the things he said as well, like
3: we laugh at him at, at sometimes and he tends to be right. For example, when he said finishing second with my with this team was like the best yeah. thing I've done <laughs> in my career and a year later
2: we were like that team's crap how how did he finish second with them and he was right well that's the other thing I was going to mention because we look at when he took over at Manchester United and we kind of assume that Spurs is going to go a similar way to Manchester United he'll bring in some of his old war horses there'll be a short term success that Spurs team is streets ahead of the Manchester United team that he took over yeah I'd agree with that he's got world class players in that team and actually if he didn't bring anyone in and he didn't Go and buy Nemanja Matić or whoever it is he wants to bring in. He's still got the potential within that current squad to win stuff.
3: Yeah, I think he, he needs less at Spurs than he did when he took over Man United. I mean, if you look at the Spurs team, they only really need a right back, and the centre back situation. Um, so yeah, they need to sort the centre. Like I if if then. if they stay fine, they're still good enough. But if they don't, then they need to go and spend. So that would be interesting because if, if he doesn't need to go and spend, he won't want to spend. Ten, fifteen million. He want to. He want to be spending Maguire, Van Dyke type of fees to go and get someone like Koulibaly from Napoli or someone like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and also let's let's be honest. We're talking about him it, well, when Herrera in the same Manchester United. He's Manchester United's most successful manager since Ferguson. I don't. think There's any doubt about that. Doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. It Absolutely doesn't. <laughs> it's a low bar, that isn't it? <laughs> but, but to be fair, the guys they brought in, you know, Moyes and Van Van Hal was widely held as a genius when they brought him in, Mm -hmm. and he couldn't get it done. Mourinho started started playing Di Maria
3: at left wing back. Yeah, Mourinho didn't
1: get it done, but he did all right in the context of where
2: they are. Yeah. Has this whole scenario been manipulated by Jose Mourinho in a way? Because Mourinho's been talking for a while about having a job somewhere, and it's difficult to imagine that in the summer this deal was set up. So has Levy's hand been forced slightly by going well, I want Mourinho, but Mourinho's going, well, I've got interest from whether it's Bayern Munich or whether it's Rundle, or whoever it is. Well, and it's like, it's oh, now or
1: never kind there's, of scenario. There's no doubt that someone's agent's had a word with someone and said, look, he's available if you want him now.
3: Yeah. he. But th- I was thinking about this last night. Mourinho said not maybe a month, six weeks ago, he said to, um, it was the Leon president said, we approached Mourinho. And he said, um, no, because I've got a job coming up. So, and then we were all thinking, who's that? And then we all thought it was going to be Bayern because yeah. Bayern then sacked Kovac like two weeks later,
2: and supposedly he'd been learning German,
3: yeah, wherever that came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I don't know, was it in the pipeline for six weeks or two months, or was it in the pipeline? Because if it's in the pipeline for that long, it's it won't have started then. It'll have started in the summer mm. because he wouldn't. That's the ideal time to take over a team in the summer. But if he knew he was taking over Spurs, he's probably been watching absolutely everything
2: and get himself in a position where he can take it on now before we wrap up and get final thoughts i want some predictions as to how you think this is going to play out from you two you've been looking at the social media marley Mm -hmm. at the sports social marley is our chief meme maker and he's been getting some reaction to this one of the ones i've picked out i'm going to talk about is from a chap called oliver cheeses who describes himself as a birmingham city fan but a closet tottenham hotspurs fan so he's now coming out of the closet and this is one of the few <laughs> positive reactions we've had. He says, it's a manager who's taken over a good squad. Sorry, man let me start again. Pochettino is a manager who took a good squad to its limit, and he's been replaced by a great manager who, for the first time in his career, comes back into management having had time to reflect on his previous work. So that's Oliver. Ooh. Expecting big
1: things. It's philosophical, isn't it, it's very, it's very, yeah, Yeah, it is very philosophical. I- Look, if he's you wanna, suggesting if a change if from Mourinho. If you want well, to pre- which yeah, I don't we're think a change. If you want a prediction from me, Tottenham will win a trophy in the next two years. But that's the limit of what you're going to get.
2: Are we going to see the three year cycle from Jose Mourinho? Is it going to be season one, everyone feels good, trophy one? Season two starts pretty well, but then starts to fall away. Second half of the season, third season, it's chaos. He burns White Hart Lane down to the ground. And has a fist fight with Daniel Levy. Almost certainly. Cool. History, history is a great barometer
1: <laughs> of the future, isn't it? And, <laughs> yeah. and that's what that's what his record says will happen. But I think he will win a trophy. And that the only reason you appoint him is because you're desperate to win a trophy. Yeah. yeah. So to that extent, would he be considered a success? Whether, as I said, whether it's in the long term interest of Tottenham Hotspur or not, I'm not certain about. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's the dinosaur that people have sort of castigated him as during his tenure at Man United, Man United and since then, yeah. I think he's still got an awful lot to offer. And if you, do you know what? It's great, it's great news if you you know look after a daily football podcast because we're going to have a lot more to talk about.
3: Oh yeah, It's also great news if you're running an Amazon documentary, which Spurs <laughs> are this year, and uh, it's going to be released in the summer. So they've got... You know, like, you know like in. the Man City one? Yeah. It's just like that. But yeah. all of a sudden
2: they've got... Man City's was going. all or nothing. I'm suggesting for the Spurs title, all for nothing. But he... Might be a nice little title. What are people saying on social media, Marley? Um,
3: one guy who's replied, uh, Labanza, has said, um, "Poch says uh, Poch has left Spurs with his reputation massively enhanced, just like when Klopp left Dortmund. Uh, just a couple of bad results and managers at Man United, P- PSG, and Juventus will be sweating profusely, which mm. is pretty much bang on what we've said as well, isn't it?" Um. As for Mourinho taking over, I've got one piece of advice to Levy. If I were him, I'd be firing Jose right at the start of, right at the end of his second season, just to, to get rid <laughs> of his usual preemptive season strike. drama,
2: which is, again, about, about right. Let's use the past to predict the future. What do you think then, Marley, as a prediction for this one? Should Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola be worried about a potential title challenge from Spurs in the future seasons, or is it going to oh. be an FA Cup? And then disaster. They've just got to worry about the
3: instant mind games that'll happen as soon as Mourinho comes in with his first press conference, he'll start he'll start boiling, uh boiling some piss, won't he? So um as for Sp- uh, it's a hard one because he needs something needs to change. Either Spurs need to change and back him or he needs to change and make it work. I think it can work because I do think he knows he knows how to win. But everyone's got to be on his side, mm. and it's just a case of what are you going to give up from each side to make it work? Because they're, as I said before, they're not on paper. This doesn't really make sense. The youth, the defensive football, that their their worlds apart. They're they're north and south. It's completely doesn't make much sense. But that's not to say it can work. And Spurs have everything. They need. I've said numerous times on this podcast. they have got everything they need to go on and be an elite club. They just need that person to take it on. And on that, if you're talking about elite people, you've got an elite manager. He might not be your philosophy. Your right suit your philosophy perfectly now, but if you get on board with him. There's no reason why
2: they can't be very successful underneath him. Undoubtedly, the one thing we can all agree on is the next few months are going to be absolute box office. Oh, yes. My job's got way easier. (laughs) I was
3: buzzing last night
2: when when this happened. I was like, yes!
0: It's going to be brilliant.
2: Uh, Tomorrow on the Football Social Daily, we should be able to talk about Jose Mourinho's first press conference. I imagine that's going to happen at some point today. Also, we're going to be speaking to a former Spurs player and getting his view on this appointment tomorrow. That's unless something else dramatic happens that we have to talk about instead but I can't imagine much topping this make sure you hit subscribe so you get the next podcast as soon as it's ready and we'll see you tomorrow for the next football social daily football
0: social daily subscribe to the podcast now so you never miss an episode okay round 2 name something that's not boring a laundry ooh a book club computer solitaire
3: huh
0: ah